Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. The history of Native Americans fighting for their land is as old as attempts to take it. But efforts to reclaim ancestral land have become more visible in recent years. In California, more than a dozen efforts have already succeeded. The latest in Marin County. KQED's Vanessa Rancaño takes us to meet the people behind it. When Joe Sanchez was eight years old, his grandmother took him to the Civic Auditorium in downtown San Francisco. It was 1956, and 400 Native Americans were gathering for a vote. The Bureau of Indian Affairs was offering a deal, a few hundred dollars per person, in exchange for giving up their land rights. Numerous people got up on the stage and said, you know, this is not for us. We'll lose our sovereignty. We'll lose everything for the, you know, a few hundred dollars. California's tribal lands were being liquidated, part of the government's plan to assimilate members into mainstream society. Sanchez watched the participants record their votes in pencil on small pieces of paper. Afterward, a government official announced the deal had passed. And right away, I felt the pressure of the air just go out of the room, that this had happened before. It was just one loss after another. When they got outside, his grandmother knelt down in front of him. She stopped, looked at me in the, in the eyes and said, don't ever forget you're a California Indian. Don't ever forget. Sanchez has spent a lot of his life trying to live up to that promise. He studied the history of his people, the Coast Miwok. And a few years ago, he helped start the Coast Miwok Tribal Council of Marin. Now, at 75, Sanchez is the force behind a project he thinks his grandma would be especially grateful for. This view is something, isn't it? We can just imagine what it was like before the European invasion. We're standing on 26 acres in ancestral Coast Miwok territory in Marin County. It's nestled in rolling hills, covered in tall grasses, brush, and oaks. Sanchez and the tribal council bought the land earlier this year. We needed a place to have ceremony, a place where we could do all those things that we always did for thousands of years. They imagined a place where they could bring together people with Coast Miwok roots. They want to build a dance arbor, a roundhouse, and a sweat lodge. Dean Hoagland is another founding member of the tribal council. Hoagland says an elder told him the ancestors were calling him to the land. I want to say, open to us, aniko. And so, what I say in our language is hello to my relatives, to my ancestors. He spent 30 years teaching traditional cultural practices as part of a suicide prevention program for Native American youth. 
He's planning to retire this year. With the extra time, he wants to plant a garden here to grow traditional foods and medicinal plants and teach indigenous land stewardship practices. It's time that we come back together and that we fulfill what our ancestors always prayed for, and that was for us to come back home and, and to share the original teachings. Hoagland and Sanchez dreamed for years of having land, but it didn't become a real possibility until they created a nonprofit. When they found this piece of land in Nicasio for sale, it felt right. After two months of furious fundraising, they came up with the $1.3 million the sellers were asking. And on July 3rd, the deal closed. It's believed to be the first modern land back effort in Marin County. But there are many more underway across the state. They're growing beautiful plants here, pollinators, strawberries, kale, tomatoes. This small garden on a busy street in Berkeley is one of about 10 pieces of land now managed by the Segorite Land Trust. Since 2012, the nonprofit has been working to return Ohlone lands in the East Bay to indigenous stewardship. As we began to dream about it and inviting other people to dream, these pieces of land started to show up. Karina Gould is the co-founder of the Land Trust, which is growing native plants, creating a seed-saving library, and doing creek restoration. She says she wasn't prepared for what it would take to make all this possible. It is a beautiful thing, and we want to do it. It's just that that came without thinking it through about what is it going to look like as we grow to engage in these practices of a government that really disappeared us. She says the nonprofit world is difficult because it's at odds with traditional Native ideology. You still have to follow the policies and procedures and the laws that are governed by the state of California around private land ownership, around getting tax exemption, around doing audits every year. They're working with lawyers and accountants to navigate the process. Now we get to also begin to mentor others that are beginning to do this work as well. Sanchez and Hoagland are among those benefiting from Segorite's experience. As they figure out how to fund their vision, they're planning to apply for grants and are meeting with more potential donors. On the Nicasio land, Sanchez and I trek up the hill to take in the views. I ask him if he has any conflicted feelings about it, about having to ask for charity from others who've built their wealth on this land. Yeah, we'd like to see the county give us the land, but we took it upon ourselves to get what we could, and the time presented itself. He points out an area nearby, one of the last Coast Miwok villages, until it was sold off in the late 1800s. We had 30 acres basically right across the road over there. That was our last little land that we had. At the end, there were just three dozen Coast Miwok living together here. They're part of why Joe was drawn to this piece of land. He wants to hold on to that heritage and pass it on. For the California Report, I'm Vanessa Rancaño in Nicasio. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. And that's the California Report for Thursday, November 23rd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the California Healthcare Foundation. Listening to Black Californians, a new study on how the healthcare system undermines the pursuit of good health. On the web at chcf.org slash lbca. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery on the web at schmidtocean.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.